Hello and welcome to a podcast from the actual radio broadcast on FM and then turn into a podcast. How very retro and then the opposite of retro. Then again, it's not as if podcasts are new. I remember I used to do a podcast of the drive time show I did on Mercury FM, 102.7 Mercury FM. Today's best music mix, as we used to have to say in every link. And that would have been like 2008 or something. Struth, and yet now they're catching on. Yeah, I was using QR codes before people thought they were popular. Used them in a show in Edinburgh, and then um, like 10 years later, a pandemic suddenly makes them popular. Oh, right, so I'm I'm less successful than a pandemic. Hey, Oh, yeah, we're here through a podcast. Here's what we did on radio earlier today. A show that has lots in it. Who knows what news stories we'll be talking about. There's one that was sent to me by Martin, who uh, tweeted. And here's the headline from BBC News World. Indonesian strike over national park entry price hike to see Komodo dragons. So you think you've got it bad with the cost of living crisis over here. Imagine what it must be like for them having to pay extra to see what is a dragon that... Where's a loose dressing gown? Is that what one of those is? Anyway, that's not what's on the show today. If you want to know what we'll be talking about, well, I'm glad you asked. We'll be dealing with um, the profits that BP have got. Maybe we'll come up with some ideas of how to spend it. Yeah, probably not. Why, there should be a health warning on me. True story. Um, and mobile phones. We spend all of our time saying, oh, kids shouldn't look at their phones. Um, conclusive evidence tells us that maybe... Phones aren't that bad after all, which is good, because I'll also be asking you to text and tweet and things. If you own a mobile phone, congratulations, well done, you're like human. Um, and it's not as bad as you might think. Phones make people smarter rather than dumber research shows, according to a thing I'm reading on my phone. So maybe it's biased, but it stores information and frees up brain power. Because remember in the old days... I think I can read this out loud because it's not our number anymore. We all remember the phone number that we had when we were growing up, yeah? 01623 Don't ring it now because that phone's disconnected. It'll go through to someone else. It'll be weird. Um, actually, I'm kidding. When I was growing up, it was 0623 Those ones snuck in. That shows your age, doesn't it? But these days, we don't memorise mobile phone numbers because they're in the phone. So you just tell your phone what you want. It frees up brain space. Scientists had feared that growing reliance on technology damages recall. But tests of 156 Brits aged between 18 and 71 found that by putting key details onto a phone or device actually helped boost memories. I do this thing because I'm really worried about my memory because of mum and dad. They both had Alzheimer's. And therefore, if I find something important that I shouldn't forget, I email it to myself so that I can't forget it. But what always happens is this. I'll think, oh, that's important. Better email it to myself. Get the phone out. Click email to Steve. Click send. A second later, my phone goes bing. And I always think, oh, I wonder who that is. Well, I'm losing my mind. But so mobile phones make us smarter. Rejoice. Because I get sick of all this narrative. Of, oh, put your phone down. But the phones have everything in them. Do you remember when we, if you didn't know something during an argument down a pub, you just had to make your peace with not knowing it. You thought something, someone else thought something else, you just disagreed and hated each other forever. Now, just look it up, don't you? Yeah. So I suppose we know more. But we, you lose that edge of being able to just be wrong and hold that grudge for a while. Now someone just Googles it and you argue, oh, you should have gone to a different search engine. So anyway, good news, phones make you smarter. If you'd like to prove it by sending uh, nice things to me, you can text, you can uh, tweet at time1075 underscore FM. 
You do everything on the phone these days, mate. Uh, also make calls, I suppose. Um, BP are in the news because BP, they reported their second quarter profits. Well, okay, we all know things are going dodgily in that economy. Businesses are closing down, you can't find a pub for love nor money. It is really weird, over the weekend I went back to my original hometown and I spotted so many pubs that have now closed down that I was once thrown out of. So I feel like I won in the long run. But anyway, BP reports second quarter profits of 6.9 billion, the highest in 14 years. Well, I guess this uh, cost of living crisis is not universal. I don't understand this because the, the cost of oil goes up. But am I being stupid? Doesn't that mean the cost of the thing they're selling goes up? So it costs them more to produce it and buy it and stuff, don't they? Well, and how is it? Because like, if you own a shop, if the, the production value of the thing that you sell goes up, it costs you money. Do you know what I mean? Somehow they're running a, a business where they just make money hand over fist. Why doesn't BP make less profits because everything's more expensive? Why don't they trim down on the profit a bit? But no, it turns out they've made the highest profit in 14 years. And I was driving past a petrol station the other day, just about to fill up a tank and have a cry. And not because it upsets me that much, but it helps to thin out the fuel. But I did think to myself, come on, if you're making that much money, if you're making £6.9 billion in a quarter, then can't you make your sandwiches and your petrol station cost less? Do you know what I mean? Because it's ridiculous. Oh, a bottle of Coke, like a normal size small bottle, was £1.90. You walk around the shelf, you get two litres for £1.80. Stop ripping me off. When you're ripping me off at the, at the tank, at the pump, don't rip me off in the shop as well. We were talking about this a little earlier on, and therefore previously... Previously in the week. A new piece of research said that phones don't make us more stupid. Smartphones make us smarter. And we only read, like, the first paragraph of that new story because we're st we've got no attention span these days. But I was saying it's good. Phones make you smarter. Well, well. James gets in touch and says, if your phone makes you that smart, Steve, would you read out your most recent messages that have been sent to you? Yeah. See if any of these help. Um, some of these have been sent to me by John down in the southwest. But um, There's a video of when a cinnamon challenge goes wrong. That's quite funny. Um... He sent me, there's a picture of uh, Lionel Richie, but photoshops have Rishi Sunak's face saying Lionel Rishi. A picture of, oh dear. A pic, well, here's the caption. When it's 40 degrees outside and you've told everyone you can't sweat. I don't, I don't think I can tell you who the picture is. <laughs> All right, maybe you make a good point. Maybe phones in theory can make us clever, but uh, somehow we managed to use them for quite the opposite. Warning, may contain Steve. I say this because this story caught my eye. Photoshopped adverts should carry health warnings, according to MPs. They say doctored body image uh, fuels dis on, dissatisfaction and mental harm. Wowzers. And they want new laws forcing filtered pictures to carry a warning logo. So you look at someone in an advert and you think, oh, that's very, very attractive, very appealing. Look at the shape of that face or whatever you say when you see an attractive person. Look at the face on that. And... That you look down the bottom, there'd be a little logo saying, oh, this face has been photoshopped to make it look like a better face. It's not just faces, is it? But, and I'm not sure about this law because I understand their reasoning. But the last time I did a show in Edinburgh for the Edinburgh Fringe 2019, I'm going to do one next year. Um, I always have my photos for the posters photoshopped because 
you know, you can imagine the state of me, right? But that means I'd have to put a logo on my posters saying Photoshop's image. The same logo that you have to put on so you don't give people bad images, bad concepts about their own beauty. I'd have to put that on my... Don't compare yourself to this guy. This guy's been doctored to look more beautiful. And I'm worried about this because it guarantees there'll be loads of people turning up to my show, looking me dead in the eye in real life, looking at my face and saying, wowzers. Because you're getting on to do it live. <laughs> so yeah, there you go. Stephen Allen may contain nice faces. There's a lovely story in the news about fashion. We should have a jingle because of all the times we talk about fashion on the show. Yeah. Fried chicken chain KFC is to launch its own clothing line in, a, in trying to rival Greg's. You know how you can buy Greg's branded clothing? Well, now you can get KFC branded clothing. Meanwhile, elsewhere in the newspaper, why is the UK struggling with obesity? I wonder. The 47-piece range includes hoodies, backpacks and a bag to fit a bucket of chicken. The, oh no, the clothes will have the KFC logo and slogans like, It's finger licking good. Be careful where you put that slogan. You get yourself thrown out of that library, trust me. Apparently you can have a cap that says bargain bucket. Again, be careful where you put the logo bargain bucket. There are certain items of clothing that you will get in trouble with. But I feel really annoyed that these uh, companies, Greg's and KFC, are pretending that they're inventing KFC-style clothing. I've had... I think I invented it. Because I'm wearing a T-shirt that I'm fairly sure this bit down here used to... Uh, drops off the bottom part of a chicken. And this... That's where the mayo came from. So I think that's mayo. So look, my T-shirt right now is the authentic, original, artisanal, KFC-tainted uh, T-shirt. So, Greg's, I got one of... I got a T-shirt with you dropped down me. I got KFC dropped down it. And there's also a thing, in case anyone from uh, Cadbury's is listening, um, I dropped some chocolate when I was eating it in the car on a hot day, so... <laughs> Chocolate-coated gusset, already mine, mate. Don't even try. So, earlier on, we were talking about... Um, British Petroleum. They've made absolutely tons of money. Their profit announcement for the second quarter was 6.9 billion. I don't need to, I don't want to be too coy about this, but that's more than I earn. So, yeah. So, your thoughts on this, very much welcomed. Thank you very much for getting in touch. You can tweet at time1075 underscore FM. Because I was saying, um, if they're going to earn that much money from petrol, at least make your. your your petrol station sandwiches cheaper. Five quid for a sandwich. Jog on, mate. Stuart says, the mainstream media have been avoiding this looming crisis, uh, as always, and yet Mr. Stephen Allen covers it. Yes, I'm on it. And then uh, Joppy on Twitter says, it's fine, Steve. Uh, they are not making that much profit. If they don't make it, they won't reinvest it. So are you telling me that the profit they make on sandwiches is being reinvested into sandwich technology coming out with new sandwiches are they i've not noticed any new sandwiches being developed although i i did try and introduce my own sandwich it was um 2020 i developed the bacon lettuce and mango came up with an acronym for it and everything but i think it sparked protests which don't really look into it not complaining too much. I've got the uh, the air conditioning in the studio at home, the shed, which is an office studio setup. I've also managed to plug in my scanner at home as well. I know, it's exciting. 
I've got all mod cons, just because things weren't like that in the old days, were they? This is why it's nice to have stuff these days, like a, a Wi-Fi enabled printer and a scanner and air conditioning. I, you know, I have humble beginnings. Not as bad as, where's this in the papers? Um, Karen from Bananarama says that she and fellow singer uh, Sarah were once so skint they boiled eggs in a kettle. There's nothing, mate. When I was growing up, we made cups of tea in the microwave. Not because we didn't have a kettle, just because microwaves were a brand new thing back then. <laughs> Somehow that was fancy. I've got to be careful overnight. I was reading this, that um, a Greg's, it's in central London, so don't worry, but they are trying to open up 24 hours. Um, the bakery chain wants to serve hot food 24-7 in its new Leicester Square store, but the Met Police fear that a late license could add to crime and disorder. What? I mean, if you drink late night, it might get a little bit tasty, but... If you're eating just lots of steak bakes, that's not going to push you over the edge to crime and disorder, is it? And even if it does, you eat enough Greggs, you will not outrun the police. So it feels like maybe they don't need to worry after all. Trying to look at some of the news stories we didn't get, e didn't even get time to open an email on this one. Here's the headline, Rebecca Vardy sobs in first TV interview since losing Wagatha case. And I didn't even click on the link and somehow, my life will go on. <laughs> Somehow my life is probably richer for it. Um, oh no, she lost the court case that I stopped paying attention to. Um, so maybe we'll talk about it more tomorrow. We won't. Don't worry. We won't. And that's your podcast done for another day. Subscribe to wherever you found this. Although I did get a message from Martin saying that apparently my um, my feed burner XML feed is not burning or something. It says, this XML file does not appear to have any style information is the error message you got. He says, bit rude. I thought they were hugely stylish. Well, you should see what I wear for these things. In the sweaty shed, trust me, it's not as much as I wear on things like Ministry of Offence, which also does not include the rest of the suit because it's a very hot studio that we film in. And since the heat wave, I've been not wearing the suit on the lower half, put it that way. Still, I put shorts on. I don't just pop a towel down. Well, that's not a bad idea, is it? Anyway, till next time, bye.